We have spent quite a bit of time looking at the key ingredients for running a sustainable business. And this, of course, is super critical, most especially at a time like this, with so much competition going on and the need to be economically efficient and cost effective in driving your business. Now we're going to step into an area which is a major driver for revenue generation. In the next set of episodes, we will be looking at key elements of managing your sales force. Hello everyone, my name is Oyeike Naimeka and welcome to my podcast. Managing a sales team is not an easy feat, especially when you consider the importance of his role in, you know, the altogether or overall achievement of your company or organization's success. On top of managing, you know, your quotas and meeting targets, you also are in charge of making sure that you have the right people, the right people are coached correctly, and you have the right team morale being upheld. As a sales team leader or as a business leader, you have the potential to make or break your sales organization and ultimately the success of your business. The role comes with a lot of pressure, yes, but by following basic, you know, sales management best practices, you can actually set yourself and your team up for success. So today I'm going to be looking at a couple of um, those elements that are very key to you as a sales leader or as a business leader to ensure that your business, your sales force is actually positioned for success. Now, the first thing to do is to audit your sales, marketing, and customer engagement processes. How aligned are they to achieve your revenue objective? Do you have in place, and when I speak about, you know, your sales, uh, marketing, and customer engagement processes, I'm looking at some specific elements. For example, your CRM tool. Do you have a very efficient an effective CRM tool in place? Is this well positioned to take care of your entire customer journey? Does it work with you for all the way from lead generation to sales closure and cash collection? Is it as effective as that? Now, what is the model you have in place for marketing? How do you create awareness and sustain awareness for your products or services in the marketplace? What do you have running in terms of how you compensate your sales force? Do you have a direct sales force or an indirect sales force? Or do you merge the two? In other words, do you have a hybrid sales force and how are they compensated? And what determines success for you in terms of customer engagement and customer satisfaction? Now, do you also have in place a very detailed step-by-step sales process and methodology for how your sales team members actually go to the field? I have a method that I find, you know, very, very interesting. And um, I grew up on this and it's a method that I've practiced for a long time. It's called the Scotsman. The Scotsman 
takes a salesperson through the sales journey and right all the way to understanding exactly whether a real valid need actually does exist. And the Scotsman speaks to the solution, understanding what solution you have to offer, understanding your competitive environment and what they have to offer, understanding the originality of your solution, what differentiates you from what competition has to offer, understanding the time frame for which your customer actually has this need or, or, or pain that needs to be fixed, understanding exactly who within the customer organization are the critical and key decision makers, and then understanding who has the authority who exactly has the authority within that organization to take that decision and agree to actually pick up your solution? And then finally, do they actually have a need for that solution at that point in time? Do they have a need and do they understand ultimately what it would cost for them to pick up that solution? Now, also very important is to ensure that they have the budget for that need at that particular time. I find I have found over the years that following this process always makes it easier for you to identify real opportunities and focus your energies and your team energies on those opportunities. Of course, we also have to have effective tracking and measurement tools to make sure that the critical metrics, the key performance indicators, and the key result areas are effectively captured and tracked from time to time to ensure that we are still focused on achieving the overall business objectives. Now, another area that is so very critical, so very critical, in you know trying to make sure that you drive your sales force and i think this is absolutely um, very important for any sales manager you need to be certain about the type of people you have in your sales force you could ask me why this is important it's important because a lot of people in sales fail and they fail because they don't have the drive they can't handle rejection or they just lack the factors that are required to make a successful sales partner or sales representative. And the reason for this is because this is not identified on time. Sometimes we pick people and bring them into the sales force without understanding whether they're a perfect fit for the types of solutions or service that we intend to take to market. So for example, at a time like this, when the world is practically going virtual, What type of salespeople do you require, considering the fact that a lot of engagements between your salesperson and a potential buyer is probably going to be virtual? So clearly, you need a strong salesperson who speaks with confidence, understands the product, is able to engage the customer, listen to the customer, appreciate the business and need of the customer without almost actually physically seeing that customer. 
So this is also very critical. So you need to understand this because if we don't, it creates a huge problem and starts to present a situation where you have high turnover and attrition rates. And then you have a sales force that is being, being um, held up by less than 10% of the team members. Now, in hiring for sales, you know, it's really, really different from hiring for any other role. Sometimes the leaders or sales leaders make the mistake of hiring based on, you know, experience or a track record and all of that. Yes, 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 that is important. But that doesn't guarantee that the person will be able to sell effectively for your organization. So you need to check for organizational fits. As each member of your organization is meant to reflect on your company's culture, the team morale, and the ecosystem at a large. So as a sales leader, your role actually starts with making sure that you have hired the right people. The right salesperson is one who is gifted in sales and can adapt to the way your company sells. Please let me say that again. The right salesperson is one who is gifted in sales and can adapt to the way your organization sells. Make sure that your hiring process for sales reflects both of these priorities. Now, when you've been able to, you know, audit what you have on ground in terms of your processes, your tools, your systems, your your model, your sales model, your compensation model, and all of that, and you have been able to bring on board the right cultured and fit people for your sales team, you already are halfway to getting a good job done. Now, it is very, very critical that in doing this, you also start to look at how, you know, you would blending the, 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 the strengths of each of the team members that you bring into the organization. And so for every, at every point in time, there must be an effective balance between the, you know, IQ skills, which is, you know, their understanding of the products, the, the industry, uh, competi- uh, competition, um, the customers, markets, and all of that. And um, the EQ, which is understanding of, um, you know, being able to um, empathize, being assertive, uh, self-awareness, understanding how to hold your own uh, in front of your customer and being able to network and engage at different levels. And finally, the BQ, which is the behavioral quotient, the mental mindset, the preparedness, consistency in effective execution of all the tasks required to achieve performance. Because you see, one thing about salespeople is that, and yes, I've been a salesperson, so I know, or I am a salesperson, so I know. We are very unruly. We just want to get to the end of it, you know. But the truth is, there are steps, there are processes that need to be followed. Now, when you have a sales team that is well-balanced emotionally, from a behavioral perspective, as well as from an IQ perspective, you are well on your way to, you know, having that efficient and fit for purpose result driven sales force. Now, finally, 
it is very, very, very important as well that in making sure that you um, pull in all your people, you recognize the role of culture in achieving a blended team. It is so very critical. And so this is something that we as sales leaders must always make sure that we try to drive within our sales teams to make sure that we are at every point in time speaking to the overall business objectives and driving our sales processes in alignment with overall business objectives. In the next podcast, we will be looking at forecasting and pipeline management. Because again, these are also very critical to make sh- to ensuring that you actually do achieve the desired results. Thank you for listening. And thank you for all the feedback and comments that have been coming through. Please keep them coming. I do enjoy listening to them. Till next time, have a good one.